Reading now from the Gospel according to Mark. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Wash me, the psalmist prayed, and I shall be whiter than snow. An interesting metaphor for someone who rarely saw snow. They get about as much snow in Jerusalem as we get here in Florence. Maybe it's because snow is so uncommon that we pay attention to it. We rush through rain and call it dreary. Or we'll stare out of windows at falling snow or even go out and play in it. We don't have enough snow days around here for the novelty to wear off even if the post-snow, pre-back-to-school days get a little long. I drove home in a flurry on Wednesday afternoon. Things looked different. I I noticed houses that I had not noticed before on those regular days. That night, there was a glow of, of light reflecting off the snow. Snow changes the feel of things. It's so pure, so bright, that everything around it takes on a new look. And that which is not clean is more obviously not clean. Things that are off-white look really dingy. Things that are supposed to be white look off-white. It's hard to imagine anything brighter or whiter than snow. Wash me. And I shall be whiter than snow, the psalmist prayed. And when you've seen freshly fallen snow, it's hard to imagine what that would be like. Only God could make something whiter than snow. It's a clean that has to do more with newness than vividness. Like a baby. Some babies are opaque, and some are fish belly white, and some are tan, and some are brown. But each one is fresh. And even in their crying and their messing, they are pure. So pure that only a theologian as a parent could call their baby imperfect. And besides, in their imperfection, infants' newness and sweetness and lack of scars, both literal and those that are caused by life, show how we are are soiled like soiled paint next to new snow when we're compared with babies. They are reminders that we need to be washed clean. We would clean ourselves the best we could, I suppose, were we to meet a king. I've never met a king, and I really don't care that much about doing so, but if I were to meet a king, I'd want to be as clean as possible, as well-dressed as possible, as mannerly as I could be. Out of respect for the position, I'd try to do my best and I'd probably feel inadequate no matter what I wore, how clean I was, or how mannerly I acted. Unless, of course, the king was a baby, playing in a village house in an out-of-the-way town, one with very unroyal parents. 
I'd at least be better dressed than he and have better manners and likely be cleaner. But his purity would be so obvious as to show how meaningless those other comparisons really are. Like any baby, only more so, he would reveal my spiritual uncleanliness, my need to be washed, to be made new. And like any baby, he would inspire joy and peace, a reminder of what truly matters. Babies specialize in that. He'd make me want to be better. Same way that my children make me want to be a better father and husband person. In finding that king child, I would want to kneel before him. Not as a contrived gesture that you learn in some finishing school, but out of genuine humility. And because I'd want to be nearer to him, to play with him, to enjoy him. I'd want to give him gifts, including the gift of all that I had to offer because of who he is. And as he got older, I'd want to follow him. If he went into the water to be baptized, then I'd want to go too. If he would wash me and make me whiter than snow, my soul cleansed, I'd want that. I could hear the echo of his father's voice saying to me as he had to him, You are my child. With you I am well pleased. I would long for that. I'd step out of the water and, and start to walk, to follow, to continue following. I'd naturally pick up some dirt along the way, some grunge. It wouldn't take another snowfall to remind me that I am not whiter than snow. I'd even ask, can we do the water thing, the the baptism thing again? But this king, he's so unlike the others. He wouldn't let me. You don't need that, he'd say. This covenant isn't about making you feel bad about your inability to live into it. Besides, it's still in place. My side hasn't broken the covenant. You don't need to be washed like that again, but to remember that you are washed. That I have washed you. I have made you whiter than snow. Let that memory fill you with joy And inspire you to recommit, to try a little harder, to do a little better. But never let the film, the grunge that you pick up along the way, convince you that our Father has stopped loving you. That I, your King, could stop loving you. In fact, I am the kind of King who is willing to wash your feet. Not to establish a new covenant. We don't need that but as an expression of my love. And I'm the kind of king that will feed you because I love you. And I'm the kind of king that will die for you out of love. When I feed you, it will be another sign of of who I am and how I am and, and who you are to me. I'll give you my body sustain yours. 
I'll give you my life source, my blood, to save yours. Whenever you eat this meal, remember me. Whenever you drink this cup, remember my love. I'm not interested in meeting most kings. But this one captivates me. I suppose meeting any king would make me want to to do a little better, be a little better. But finding a king like that, holding a child king like that, being washed by a king, being fed by a king like that, well, that has the potential to, to change everything, even me. Not just for a day, but forever. We worship Jesus because of who he is. Child king, a servant king, a saving king. Through our worship, this king changes us. By finding this king, we too are found. By his grace, we are washed whiter than snow. Thanks be to God. Amen.